Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Ryan and Rush Show. On today's episode, Neil Brown has his press conference. West Virginia goes to Lubbock to play Texas Tech. And West Virginia women's basketball has won four out of their last five. All ahead on the Ryan and Rush Show. And we welcome you back to your source for West Virginia sports. I'm Rambling Rush. He's Moneyline Mac. We are the Ryan and Rush Show, and we're getting right into it. Ryan, Neil Brown had his press conference yesterday. What are your initial thoughts from it? Initial thoughts, kind of a little bit of the same stuff. Uh, A lot of coach talk in terms of we got to get better uh, in the offseason. The spring's a big time. Summer's a big time. I kind of got the vibes of a guy that's got a lot of questions up there, but he's not sure if he has all the answers. So I, I think it's it's obviously a big year. I mean, that, that's an understatement for the West Virginia football program. Year f- uh, five of the Neil Brown era. So it's going to be interesting. This is a big year. Everybody knows that he needs a winning season to uh, continue his coaching tenure here in Morgantown. So I don't know, man. It's, it's a lot of questions and not a lot of answers right now. Might even be a couple excuses in there when he was talking about the transfer portal and stuff too. Yes. Um, I will say this is kind of going back to when we were at the the West Virginia Kansas basketball game here a couple weeks ago, and and Neil Brown was at that game, and we were just kind of you know we were talking with friends on the sideline, catching up with coaches, etc. And Neil Brown walks by, and just no one says anything to him, not even like someone from the stands. Oh, Hey coach, how's it going? What's up coach Neil? You know, something like that. It was, it was like a ghost town and like, like a ghost was yeah. walking by and it's like, no, it was like a ghost was walking by and no one was shocked that a ghost was walking by it. I've never, you know, I, I we've always been on the side, Ryan, especially with you being in it, you know, when, you know, coach or someone's walking by, they have people all the time yelling at them and stuff. So we're not yeah. kind of ones to yell at them anyway, but when I'm like, no one's saying hi or yelling, this isn't good, man. No, I, I get, I'm getting bad vibes as well. I mean, you you touch on it with, with hugs. Like hugs could literally lose every single game for the next five years, and he still walk around, and everybody would want a picture autograph because of his presence. I mean, you, in the background there, you got the orange coat Hall of Fame. So, fact that it kind of just like was a different or another guy in the stands is uh, a little alarming. But I think they have a chance. I mean, I thought they showed spurts last year, but it's been the whole thing with the Neil Brown era where they've just lacked consistency. And it went to what our preview was with Ethan Bach is this program is still looking for an identity. Mm-hmm. One year they're good defensively. Another year they're good offensively, but they're never good at the same time. You don't know what they're trying to do offensively or defensively. It's just kind of like, Hey, we're just going to do this and see if it sticks it, throw it at the wall and see if it sticks. So I, and when you're out of West Virginia in, in a league like this, because all of a sudden the Big 12 football conference has turned into kind of what, not, not to the level of what basketball is, but I mean, we saw what Kansas did. That's not an automatic win anymore. We found that out um, when they came to Morgantown. You have to have an identity. You have to be different because you're not going to get the most talented players compared to the Texases, the Oklahomas. I, I mean, now TCU went to the national championship. So, you got to be different. You got to be innovative, like uh, the great Mike Leach. He was different. He with, with the air raid, he was unique. It was hard to prepare for him. Um, with K State this year, it, they didn't run the triple option like Army and Navy, but that power run scheme with the with the triple option principles, where they a lot of RPOs, it's something different. And they won the Big Twelve. Yeah, and I, I think you bring up a great point there. Is with Kansas State just winning the Big Twelve here, um, Kansas. 
KU, yes, not the basketball can, but the football Kansas is is turned it around, and they were bowl eligible this year. Um, what, what did we just see in the national championship? Yeah, it was it was a thumping, but TCU made it. Sonny Dykes turned that school around in a year. It, it's year. it's definitely out of we're out of excuses time. It's but there's also yep. it's like from an NFL equivalent, right? We saw Brian Dayball go up to the Giants, right? And and he said, I know what I have with Daniel Jones. I know what I have with this roster. I'm just going to get the best out of them, right? Well, you're yep. right, Ryan. Is we'll we'll never have necessarily the best athletes here at West Virginia. We'll get we'll get good people coming through again, and you know we got to have programs to provide that platform for them. But it, it, the excuse time is over. And don't get me wrong. Hey, Neil Brown, prove us wrong. Prove the people that won't say hi to you at a bit, uh, you know, a game wrong go out there and, and win and and show that hey you know we really needed this fifth year to get things right but it, it we're getting to the time where something's got to give and it's got to give now and this is this is a valuable time especially with the spring um neil's brought on some new assistants with uh stewart's son he's on the tight ends coach now um have have we have an offensive coordinator so it, it, it's just time i think that's all that needs to be said there it's just time yeah, no, I we're the only school that has not had really much success in the Big 12 in football because you mentioned it. TCU goes to the national championship. K-State wins the Big 12. The other school that's kind of like us, that's a doesn't get all the uh, highly talented players in terms of uh, recruiting rankings is Iowa State. And we saw what they did the last four years. I know they had a down year, but they earned the right to have a down year when they went on that four-year run where they were competing for a Big 12 championship year in and year out with Brock Purdy, who we're seeing with the San Francisco 49ers right now. Yeah. And well, what's funny about that, too, is we're seeing Brock Purdy. We're seeing uh, Jalen Hurts, who was just at Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. They replayed that game, that Iowa State-Oklahoma game from two. I forgot how great of a game that was when when they played each other. Just quick. You know, that was awesome. So... You know, that's Pat what Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Pat Mahomes at Texas <laughs> yeah. Tech. So, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Well, and then you know, Geno Smith had a great year for the Seahawks too. Of course, so are West Virginia. But no, I'm I'm Baker. with you. So, good old Baker Mayfield. We want to just do a yep. segment where we just name Big Twelve quarterbacks. Hey man, it's it's, it's uh they've had success, but like, you, I mean, you mentioned it. The, the time to win is now. Dana won eight plus games multiple years, and because I thought they were unique offensively. He was creative, innovative. He's a Mike Leach guy. I know technically Neil Brown is on the Mike Leach tree, but it was something unique and it was hard to prepare for. And it was hard to win in Morgantown when Dana was the coach. It has not been hard to win in Morgantown when Neil's been the coach. I know I agree. And with Skylar Howard, I mean, we got all the way up to what was it? Number 12 when we, I think we ended up losing to Oklahoma state and lost our ranking, but we got all the way to 12, um, and then, I mean, someone, he brought in Will Greer too. So, I mean, we want to talk about transfer portal. I mean, if anything, you can't use the transfer portal as an excuse because transfer portals only spread yeah. out talent. You know, it gives everyone now a chance to, to bring people in. And we know we've talked about it too. Everyone in the world knows B, uh, BYU, UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati are all coming into the big 12 for football. Now you may say Oklahoma and Texas are leaving. So a little less talent, but I'll tell you what, those, those other four teams coming in, they're, they're going to be good, especially now with that Big Twelve uh, recruiting title on them and their schools. And I'll tell you what is, it's can go. It can be hard to play in Provo. It can be hard to play down in Florida. It can hard schools that we're going to have to go against. And now we have you know our neighbors with Cincinnati going at it. So 
it's going to be interesting with the football season, but Hey, now, now's the time for Neil Brown to, to prove the doubters wrong, to step up, to be our coach, lead us to victory. And hopefully we're all eating crow by this time next year and saying, well, thank God Neil Brown stuck around. We'll see, you know, um, I'm, I'm doubtful towards it, but at the same time, being a Mountaineer fan, we're always hopeful. So hoping for that, Neil, um, let's transition over to a game that they're going to be playing tomorrow night and the season's still going on. Uh, Ryan, we have West Virginia going to Lubbock playing Texas Tech. This is going to be a battle for the ninth seed. Um, right now, Joe Lenardi has us as a first four team out. Uh, West Virginia is looking for their first win on the road since February 23rd of 2021. Um, and this would also, too, before we, you know, we're at the fish fry on Friday, would be a great win going into the fish fry, going into the SEC Big 12 Challenge. So it's going to be an interesting game, Ryan. Yeah, and don't mistake the record for being a bad basketball team. Texas Tech is a good team. They just like us entered the Big Twelve or entered uh, Big Twelve play on the right side of the bubble, and they've lost. Uh, it seems like every game other than at Iowa State by single digits. They let off the league league play. They went to uh, TCU and and led TCU by ten with ten minutes to go. Blew that game. We see what TCU's done recently. They almost beat Kansas uh, at home. They lost at the buzzer there. Questionable call at the end. They lost in overtime to Oklahoma. Uh, they went to Austin uh, against the Texas Longhorns, who's a top ten team who we just saw. They led them for thirty plus minutes and gave it away at the end. They led Baylor for good part and, and lost by seven. And then on Saturday, the team that everybody's fallen in love with lately, Kansas State, they went to Manhattan and they led that game for 30 minutes. So just another team that's good in this league but struggling to finish games. Um, I think they're still trying to find their identity. I think they can go on a little bit of a run in the second half of the Big 12 because I think none of these teams are 4-14 and 14 bad, 3-15 and 15 bad. So I think you, you will see more positive regression with the teams that have struggled early like Texas Tech and West Virginia versus the teams that have grinded out these uh, not lucky games but found ways to win these close games in Kansas State and Iowa State. Well, we're seeing it too on the other end. Kansas just lost three in a row and they have to play Kentucky here coming up. Both schools really need that win. Uh, so no something doubt. we're not used to um, this type of year. Yeah, this Texas Tech team interesting team, Ryan. It seemed like last year they, they got the new coach in after Chris Beard left. Um, and they were, I felt like we were kind of the same, but opposites of Texas tech last year, right? Is they were winning all the, the one possession close games. And we were the ones mm -hmm. that were, you know, barely losing them fast forward to this year. We're kind of in that same area still where we should be winning more games than we are. And can obviously turn that around. Like you said, there's not a three or four win team in the big 12. Um, but this Texas Tech team, right, they haven't won that Big 12 game yet. It's kind of flipping around. They're kind of evening out here. So what is something um, you brought up, how close they played these games, that they are a good team, that they could turn it around here at any time, and we definitely don't want that starting here tomorrow night on Wednesday. Uh, where, What is something with this Texas team that you like where West Virginia could maybe struggle with like a matchup or uh, where West Virginia is really going to need to step up in this area? So d when you think of Texas Tech, Chris Beard, you thought of defense. And that all started because he hired Mark Adams, who's the head coach now, who obviously had a heck of a year in year one being the national coach of the year. And it all, it all starts on the defensive end for Texas Tech because they're unique. They switch everything, and they push everything to the baseline. They like to yell, no middle, no middle, no middle. And honestly, that's where Hugs uh, kind of started that trend of pushing everything to the baseline versus uh, – the olden days of the Tony Bennett's father, the Virginia coach, Dick mm -hmm. Bennett, uh, pack line, push everything in the middle to help. 
Well, Texas Tech is the opposite. Push everything to baseline, and that's where your help is, and then they rotate from there. So it's a unique defense where you're going to be able to drive the basketball baseline and skips to the other corner and opposite wings are wide open. So we did a good job, honestly, last year of taking advantage of that where Keedy and Malik at the time would drive the ball and skip it to Sean and Taz. And obviously when we had Deuce two years ago, we really carved it up because obviously he's an NBA guy. So uh, a lot of your offensive sets look a lot better when you got a guy like that. (laughs) Dude, that was when you brought up that Deuce game. um, That was one of the greatest college basketball games I had ever seen that no one was there for because it was in the COVID year. And so I had one of your tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was big Monday. It was like a nine o'clock game. I had your ticket and I was there with, with your fiance and we were what, and we were just screaming, hugging each other. And we're like, obviously anyone else did, but it was, no one was there. It was, it was one of the craziest. It went from that game. And then the year before the greatest game with the Baylor and it was loud as hell. So, I mean, it speaks for 2020 right there. Right. So anyway, Ryan, how, as we're wrapping up here, how does West Virginia move into kind of the last four in position, get out of that first four out, beat Texas Tech, get kind of that monkey off their back on the road, um, Big 12 on the road, and go into the fish fry and go into playing Auburn with a win tomorrow night? So we turned the basketball over a lot the other night, and we got to get back to 12 and under. We have been good in that area, but then for some reason against Texas, who Guards similar to Texas Tech because obviously Beard's not there, but it's still Beard's team at Texas and the principals. So we got we got to value the basketball, man. It's uh, Texas Tech. It's going to be loud there too. I know they're zero and eight, but th- their fans will show up. They've done a great job of uh, getting that fan base, that student section, from what it was a couple years ago when Beard got there. Uh, discipline and poise as well. I mean, it's like I said, it's going to be loud. You got to stay together. This is this is going to be a tough tough one because. Uh, they are going to come at you in, in, in waves. You got to think of it like this as well, Rush. We're saying Texas Tech has got to be the get right spot for us. They're saying the exact same thing. Yeah, They're saying that's a good point. West Virginia is only one game ahead of us. And if we can just get West Virginia, we can go into, they don't have the fish fry, but the SEC challenge and, and get on a little bit of a roll and, and get back in the mix of the bubble. So, and, and it's, it, Kind of like a TCU game, man. This is a pride game, man. Obviously, we're struggling. We're one and six in the league, but a couple good breaks here and there, and we're right back in the thick of things, and we're on the right side of the bubble. So, got to stay together, play together, and play harder, longer for forty minutes, and finish. Yep, definitely going to be. It seems like when we always play Texas Tech, it's it's really you know every opponent we play in the Big Twelve, it's a grinded out game. But for some reason when we play these guys, it feels like it's that extra grinded out game. And of course, this game's also at nine o'clock, so it's going to be later for the Mountaineers, later for the Mountaineer fans. Uh, so we'll we'll see what that turns into. Hopefully, good things for West Virginia heading into the Fish Fry. Uh, Ryan, before we end the episode, definitely on the other side of the court, want to give the West Virginia women's basketball team a shout out. Uh, winners of their last, what is it? Three out of four, four out of five. And yes. yes. And they have, so yep. They beat Kansas state, beat TCU, beat Baylor, lost to Kansas and then beat, uh, Texas tech. They got TCU on Saturday. This will be in Fort worth at two o'clock. So, Hey, cheering, cheering for the women's team. Keep it up, keep it going. And, you know, we'll get the men's team right on track with tomorrow night's win. And Hey, hopefully we'll have a uh, double March madness, um, for, for both our teams here coming up in the next month or so. Yeah, no doubt. And Don's done a really coach. Don's done a really good job here in year number one. So uh, happy for their success and hopefully they can continue to roll here in the big 12 and get to the, get to the finish mark as, as we say in the big 12, just got to survive the gauntlet. 
Yeah. And I'm sure it's, you know, similar with, you know, Mike Carey, you know, leaving last year being his last year. And then with the new coach this year, I mean, for any, I don't think it matters what level of sport professional, you know, all the way down to middle school is when you have a new coach coming in, well, maybe not middle school, but high school, um, yeah. And a new coach coming in, it can always be that adjustment period where you're not getting it. And then next thing you know, you go on that run. So looks like that's what they're doing and, and hopefully they can keep doing it. Absolutely. Go Mountaineers. Love y'all. Have a good one. We'll be back with this recap and uh, talking about the fish fry here on Friday. Love y'all.